Hi and welcome to episode 4 of the Define Normal podcast. We are now on part 4 of the 6 pillars of health and the theme of today is going to be all about lifestyle. I know it's such a cliche saying in regards to lifestyle but that is what we're trying to achieve, right? We don't want to be being an all or nothing person and this is the terms that people use or even yourself might use, yeah I'm trying to get back on it at the moment or yeah I'm doing really well at the moment or yeah I'm having a good week. All these terms or even like I said I need to get back on the wagon. These are terminologies that are telling others more so yourself that you are an all or nothing person. And we want to change that mentality. We want you to be able to do this continually for the rest of your life. Yes, phase one would be the dieting phase. That is not a way of life. But all that happens is when you've finished your dieting phase and you've got to where you want to be, your lifestyle and your habits don't change or they might change slightly. But really your your lifestyle will still stay the same. But whereas, like I said at the moment, you're being an all or nothing person. So we want to come away from that. And everything in regards to this episode is going to be all driven towards that and how to help you to come away from that all or nothing mentality. So first of all, we need to establish like what is the actual goal itself? Because I find when people be all or nothing person, they, they lose sight of what their actual goal is. And they haven't got what you call a real reason or people call it their why. Because if you just use the terms of just, and I hear this every single day, I just want to lose a bit, bit of weight and tone up. Do you really think when the shit hits the fan and a struggle, real struggles kick in, which that is what happens in real life, do you think you're going to stay on point? Do you think you're going to carry on being consistent? I say that because I don't think you will. So until you establish what your real reason is and why you're actually doing this, and you have to dig deeper and keep asking yourself why, instead of just on the surface of lose weight, tone up, you need to then ask yourself, well, why do you want to lose weight, tone up? And then you'll just keep need to dig deeper, dig deeper, keep asking why until the point it hits an emotional attachment to why you want to change. For me personally, why I wanted to change years ago is the fact that I was living every day with embarrassment. As I talked about in episode one, I was every day and I no longer wanted my life to be as it was. I wanted to actually be proud of my body. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be healthy. And it's changed over the years to now I want to be fit and healthy for myself, but also my family, for my son and my future children. And even in regards to just leading uh, leading by example for my, uh, for my clients, etc. So I've got lots of real reasons. And if you haven't got yours, don't even bother trying to start if you're just saying, I just want to lose a bit of weight. Because like I said, when it gets hard, you will be quick to give up. So please establish what your goal is. Then what we need to do is, is actually start planning of what we want to do. First of all, we need to gain the knowledge in regards to the way we set ourselves up. And when I say planning ahead, we need to know what, what our plan is sustainable. It is one that we can stick to. And I touched on this in regards to mindset last week is, is setting sustainable goals. If you try and wing this and try and just either like gung-ho it and think I can just get this done very, very quickly, again, you have to think the long term. And we can lose, you can lose fat, you can lose weight relatively quickly through consistency from a, a change of a change of habits and lifestyle. But we have to understand that this is, like I said, this is a lifestyle change. And this is something you can continue for the rest of your life. The, um, listen, the rest of your life, whatever age you are, it doesn't matter what, again, that's an excuse that people use in itself. Whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, it doesn't matter. You can still change. And make your lifestyle a lot, a lot more healthier, a lot more, a lot more better. So, we need to plan ahead of what we're going to do, and that's not only long term in regards to what your goal is, because I found a lot of people what they're trying to do is they're trying to establish and reach a goal, but they actually don't know how long it's going to take. 
and that's what makes makes them frustrated because your expectations is something that isn't is not right. Like you expect to lose a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time, when actually the science says that you can't actually do that. So straight away you're setting yourself up for a fail. And then of course we've got planning ahead in regards to our actual routine itself. So in order to have a lifestyle, in order to understand that we can have a life when trying to lose fat, don't we haven't got to think that we've got to be completely perfect. I can't have any social occasions. I have to be completely consistent in regards to my training. I have to basically be perfect. Because when have you ever been perfect for a long period of time? You haven't. I know you haven't because I haven't. So, or if you think you have, that's failed quite quickly and you've gone back to the way you were before. So, planning ahead in regards to social occasions, how we have a life. So, we need to know that we can relax. We can enjoy social occasions. We can have whatever food that we want. But it's all within the amount of control. And as I talked about on episode two in regards to nutrition, in regards to calories. So, planning ahead in regards to social occasions, having a life. We can do that, of course. But... We need to understand that if, like I said, we're going out for a, lab- a wedding at the weekend, we're social case maybe dying down a little bit now as we are going into September. But still, if we want to actually go go have a meal with our loved ones, out of birthday parties, etc., whatever it is, we plan ahead and we know that actually, I can actually bank calories for this. I can still be accountable. I can still make progress and still have a life. Back when I was trying to lose fat, I would just cut out all social occasions. Of course, that would then make me want to cave in it and I'm binge from restriction. Or I would just stick to it and it'd just be hell on earth. And it doesn't have to be that way. So, first of all, we need to make sure you plan. Let's be honest, unless it's a bloody surprise birthday party, we're all in control of what we're doing, so you've got no excuses. And even if, God forbid, on a weekend, you do press the fuck it button and you end up getting drunk and really overdo it on regards to calories and just, yeah like I said, fuck, press the fucker button, you can understand that you can then, on on reflection, you can afterwards, you can then still control it, you can still bring calories down to rectify sort of the damage as such. So you, you're always in control. There's no excuses. Choose your battles. At the end of the day, a lot of people, again, wherever you're at in your life, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're a parent, people are sort of maybe an element through boredom or just probably through habit, they're doing things that really they don't need to do. And what I mean is like I used to do in the RAF because I was bored. I'd just go out and get drunk. Because like, what is it? FOMO, the kids say. Fear of missing out. And actually, where and then also, most importantly, when I'd wake up the next day, say I was hungover, I'd be like, I did it again. It, I just did it out of boredom. I just did it out of habit. So you need to choose your battles. At the end of the day, social occasions can be had in your life. But let's be honest, it's harder to control calories when you're, you're really sociable. So we need to choose our battles right. If you're just going out for the sake of it and going to the pub when actually really you you didn't need to, I would only say it's the things like the special occasions that you want to do. That's when it's okay and you, you work around that. But if you're just going out for no reason, like I said, through boredom or what are going to come on to in regards to peer pressure, you need to really think about that and choose your battles better. Because in order to, especially in the first phase of fat loss, we need to know that we need to have a good run at consistency and make it easier for ourselves by not making social occasions really, really high because it's harder to control calories. Graph to relax. And what I mean by that is, for example, this is perfect now. And I reiterate to my elite clients that September is a very good time. Now social occasions have died down. The summer is over to be able to put a foot down up until Christmas where, of course, the social aspects of calories will, will rise again. And so they should. It's Christmas. So we graph to be able to then relax and reap the benefits and 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 enjoy ourselves to our better to our max 
I still know of people, and I guarantee you, well, wait till you come up to Christmas, and I'll say this again. People are worried about putting on weight over Christmas, over December, when they've done fuck all for 11 months. I think you're crazy. Whereas for now, to put the consistency in what's needed to be able to then relax around December, that's the way we want to live our lives. There's times where we always we always be consistent. Or, well, to say that consistency, I'm talking just cover all bases and looking after yourself, exercising, eating healthy majority of the time but we can there's going to be times where we're going to overindulge going on holiday easter christmas summer it's okay to do that but you have to be consistent in and around them times to be able to enjoy that to the most or else what's happened if you constantly feel like you're enjoying yourself when i say enjoying yourself you're just over consuming calories what happens for that you put on weight and you end up not happy so you could tell yourself all the time that I hear this all the time. Well, I want to live my life to the max. Well, you're saying that you're, mo- you're moaning about your body. Actually, you're overweight, and so ha- where's the enjoyment in that? So we be consistent at the times where we can do. Like I said, perfect time is now, leading up to Christmas, and then we la- relax. Then it starts again in sort of I would say mid to late January, leading up to the summer, and then we do it again. And if you've got a holiday in between that, we be consistent up until then, so you can feel your best to go away. And then when you come back, you just go back to being consistent. And I hope that makes sense. And you don't have to earn the fact that, well, actually, that's a lie. You, I, 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 in myself, I feel like I earn the chance to relax. I don't, I don't, when I say earn, you don't have to like burn calories because you feel guilty and all that element. It's more so I be consistent so I can then reap the benefits of it later on. So it's all about choices. And none of you can say that you haven't got, sorry, my ring just knocked off my table then. None of us can say... The I hear it a lot. Well, I didn't. I I, I was in. I wasn't in my control. I, they just come up with excuses. When it's all about choice, you control. What, I always say this: you can always control what goes in your gob. Yes, routine, having kids, lack of sleep at times, work, things can ramp up. But you can still choose. You still can stay in control, and that's going back to even like planning, all that same thing. But it is still about choices. You choose to have go back to the buffet for the second time. You choose to have that other that that next drink. You choose to go out to that social occasion when you actually probably didn't even need to go. You have all the power to go on to. I could say like he man there. Go you. Have, I was going to even try and do it then. I have the power. Like you have it. You have it. So this is the thing. And as I go and talked about mindset last week, you're the reason you fail. You're the reason you win. So you have to understand that choices that we make. It's all in your control, and over time, then choices which might be hard at first because you you're into it, used to have habits as, as in I don't choose and not have a takeaway on a Friday night. That might be hard at first because you're used to it. Over time, it just becomes so much easier. It is just choose, like I said, choose your battles, but also choose in regards to every choice that you make has an impact, whether it's good or bad. Don't give in to peer pressure. This is another thing as well, like, even after having our own self-control can be hard at times, never mind you giving into pressure of the people around us. For me, years ago, when I especially was in the REF, the pressure to drink and drink alcohol and social occasion was crazy, absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe how much pressure it was on you to make sure that you went out and drunk and, yeah, be sociable. To understand that you can be sociable, you can do what you want, but if you're doing things that you don't want to do because of friends, family. I even had it at a family party the other week. I was pressured to drink 
And if, me being me, of course, I just say no. I, everyone's like, you can have a drink, you can have a drink. Or, and when you say no, oh, you're boring. A lot of you will remember, friends and family, when you're trying to then do something for yourself, you're trying to start your fat loss journey, your health and fitness journey, whatever you want to refer it to, you'll normally find that most people are actually resentful towards what you're doing because you know what it is? It's because that makes them more aware that actually they're not looking after themselves. It's nothing to do with you. It's their own issue. Classic is, Sandra brings in a load of donuts into work to share them because the fact she wants to share the guilt out for everyone else. Because otherwise she'd be eating them at home feeling horrendous and actually probably crying, like a tears all over the donuts when she's eating them because the fact that, yeah, I'd rather just share the guilt. And then when you say in work... I don't want one, that's when they put the pressure on you and go, what are you being born for? What are you doing that for? You should have a life and all this sort of stuff. End of the day, it's got nothing to do with them. And I would even go as far as to say, if you have, if look at your circle of friends. If you're struggling to lose fat, if you're actually struggling to actually get the results you want, have a look around you in the circle of friends that you have. Are they there helping you? Are they there supporting you if that's what you're trying to do? Or are they actually holding you back? This is why my elite program, it, the community is incredible because... We're generally not surrounded by people that understand. We even have people that say to us, you don't need to lose any more weight and all this fucking bullshit. It's because of the fact that, again, they feel bad in themselves because if someone goes further, they then feel guilty. The classic is that I don't want a, fr a friend that's like looking loads better than me, but that's not supporting you. So if they're not supporting you, then people, and sometimes it could be your own even family, which could make it even harder, or even your own partner. I'm sorry, but I'm going to go as far as to say, I mean, I'm talking broadly here. Get them out of your life. Get them out of your life because they are not hold like they're not either you need to obviously of course explain yourself first and even your partner to say that your partner might not understand what you're going through you might be to say i'm literally every evening every evening i'm crying looking at myself in the mirror because of how disgusting i feel about myself and then they'll say well let's get a takeaway on the weekend you're like i don't want to and they're like oh it's all right don't matter they're not understanding you and that might be the case but if they do and you've explained yourself you need to really think about it the amount of people that wanted to coach with myself and they said they couldn't because their partners not allowed them to that's fucking bullshit and that should not be ever be the case so do not give into peer pressure get them people out of your life if that's the case only have people around you that support you we need to understand that this is the terminology that you use in regards to i'm being really good i'm going to treat myself um, oh yeah, I'm, I've done really, I've done really bad this week. I'm, I fell off the wagon. These terminologies are not right. That means you're telling yourself, as I said at the start, you're an all enough in person. You need to refer to this as normal. And this to tell you why my program is called Define the Normal, because I feel the normal now is become being content, being unhappy in your body. As we know, being overweight and obesity, the levels are through the roof. It is not normal to actually look after yourself these days and it's fucked up because people are normal normally the normal thing is to have a takeaway the normal thing is to go out and get pissed the normal thing is to go out and just constantly party and stuff like that but if someone says to someone yeah i go to the gym four to five times a week they're known as a bit of a weirdo and this is the frustrating thing where actually we're the no the people that look after themselves they're the normal people okay what what is normal as a personality trait whatever but what i'm saying is no one should be hated upon the fact that they're trying to look after themselves. But you have to use the terminology, the fact that you're not being really good this week. You are being normal. And when you start to refer to it as being normal, that's when it becomes a lifestyle. That's when it starts to become the norm. So if any of my clients ever say to me, yeah, I think I'm being really good this week or I'm having a bit. 
I change what they say and say, no, listen, you're being normal. Because then, like I said, they can start to, of course, normalise it. And then it becomes a part of what they do. So it's I could go on a different rant in regards to that, in regards to people that don't, obviously, of course, look after themselves, but don't refer to it as a normal thing. It is normal, looking after yourself. It should be anyway. Whereas society, what it is, is it not looking after yourself is the norm. So regardless what everyone else is doing, God forbid your friend is laughing because she's put on two stone and makes a joke about it. She's actually crying herself to sleep. Just forget about that. You just do your thing. And remember, you are doing what you should be doing, which is normal, okay? Normal life. And again, to just sort of touch on again, being self-aware, as I said about last week, that's again very, very important. In order to have, and again, it's a cliche word, the word balance, we need to be self-aware. And I talked about this with one of my uh, one of my members last night, is the fact that being self-aware and knowing that what you're doing is there has to be an element of sacrifice. There has to be. If you're going to then overindulge, he went to a wedding at the weekend, which is absolutely fine, and he, and he overconsumed alcohol, overconsumed food, which, well, I mean, in regards to he overconsumed calories, he understands there's now got to be a sacrifice now. And the sacrifice is he brings down calories now to compensate for that. Or else, otherwise, if he doesn't, he's going to not lose the fat that he wants to lose. So that's why he has to be self-aware. And he is self-aware because he spoke to me about it and said, he understands where it's at now, and now he can carry on moving going forward. Because if you don't have sacrifice, and I mean that it's, a good, it's not a bad thing, you are going to continue to not be able to get to where you want to be. And ultimately, the sacrifice actually makes you feel good. Over-consuming anything, whether it's alcohol or food, it doesn't actually make us feel good in the long term because we either gain weight or even in the moment. If you overconsume food, do you actually feel good for it? You think you do, but you don't. If you've had a large Domino's and you're sat there feeling like not only guilty but fucking horrendous, would you say that's you haven't been self-aware there? And that, that is the sacrifice in itself. So it all comes down to what's more important. And then again, it, that does come back to choices. For me personally, if you go back to your real reason and when we're in the moment of making a choice, you have to be self-aware to go, right, what is more important here? I remember just a quick story in regards to a couple of years ago, I had a photo shoot coming up and I, obviously the whole point of that is to look my very best. So I had to be so consistent and disciplined. And I played for football, shout out to the team Bridge Manor, it's, it's finished now, but what a team that was that year. We won on the last game of the season, the league, and we scored in the last minute. Shout out to Matt uh, Cammy, Matt Canfield, he scored the last goal. And we went to the pub afterwards to celebrate and I didn't drink and everyone else was getting smashed around me, pissed, having a great time. I mean, I was having a good time, but I just wasn't drinking. And the pressure they were putting onto me was horrendous. They were like, just have a drink, just have a drink, it's okay, it's only a one-off. And I'm like, I can't, because what's more important is what I'm trying to achieve in regards to the photo shoot. And I couldn't even explain it to them, they just didn't understand. And that's what I'm saying, having people around you that support you. And it was okay. I understand why they were putting pressure on me. But it comes to the point where... It didn't matter how much they put pressure on, they put on me, how much I wanted to have a drink. My photo shoot was much more important than that. And that's my own personal opinion. So that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. The choices that you make is what is more important. If you could wake up tomorrow and it's not going to happen, unfortunately, with the body you ultimately want, and also maybe not so tomorrow, in time, it's the decisions that you make to stay on track. It's well worth it in time. Otherwise, people are saying constantly, oh, yeah, I've, I've failed again. I've had another social occasion, another social occasion, too many calories. Excuses, excuses, excuses ultimately doesn't get you to where you want to be. And that's because you've not put it as an importance. Unfortunately, the little things that we do every single day in the positive, they do add up in time. They just take time. But trust me, it's always fucking worth it. Time goes by anyway. 
And if you be consistent for six months, for example, you will be so glad of that you've done it. Not any of our members or any of you that I've known that have ever worked hard enough for, or long enough for something, it's always worth it. Instead of whereas like the little mistakes that you make, say you've got a holiday coming up next summer and you think, oh, I've got loads of time for that, but then you're inconsistent all the way till then, then you get to that holiday and you, you, don't, you haven't where you want to be. You've just not put it as an importance. It has to be important. Well, important enough to be able to like stay consistent. So in regards to actual the social occasions, I don't, I'm not going to go into regards to how to actually work around, how to make progress in regards to banking calories, all that sort of thing. Because if you click on the link in my bio, my Instagram, I have got a free guide on how to make progress around social events. And it's perfect in regards to what exactly what you need with banking calories, knowing what to do on set days, like actually replace, like skipping a meal in order to allow you to have more calories. I'm not going to go into depth in that. This is more so to say that in order to find balance, in order to make this a lifestyle, in order to basically join the dots together, because what you're doing is, like I said, you're being consistent for, a, God forbid, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, then you're inconsistent for the same amount of time. That's not making it a lifestyle. That'll never be a lifestyle. And you've probably, a lot of you have been doing that for a long, long time. I'm talking years. If you think doing it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months is enough to make it, like enough to do it forever, you'll just get results and lose them again. Get results and lose them. That's not that's not what we're trying to do here, is it? We're trying to make it long term, and that's why all the things out there that again, every quick fix that's aimed toward that's what's happening, and we need to come away from that and understand, unfortunately, that this does take time to actually establish habits and lifestyle change. You can lose fat pretty quickly. But in order to make the actual change into a lifestyle, that's what takes time. And that's why I'm saying it's it's all part of that. In regards to, as I say, the six pillars of health, lifestyle comes under that. We can have a life, but it does come at sacrifice at times of the choices that we make. And that's everything I've talked about now. So hope that that's, you've got a lot from that again, just to wrap up to say, cliche as it is, if it's a lifestyle, you'll know when it starts to become a lifestyle. When you're on point and you're making progress, but you're starting to do it as the norm, this is, like I said, it's normal. You don't have to rely on motivation anymore. Remember, motivation is an absolute myth. You shouldn't have an emotional attachment to make a decision that you do. You just do it, but you just do it normally because it's going to get you towards your goal. I, I'm not going to. I don't feel like going to the gym today, but you're going to fucking go because it's going to get you towards your goal. Because if you don't go, guess what? You don't get towards your goal. Okay. Remember, the people out there that got this lifestyle down. They are never ever motivated. Well, I can say personally from me, I'm never motivated. I do it because I do it because it's normal. It's my life. And I hope that makes sense. So thank you again for listening in. And I hope you have a, a wonderful rest of your week. And again, I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could give this a, a rating on Spotify, hopefully a five star. And also to share it for the other people, which a lot of people have been, which I really appreciate. Thank you so, so much. I just want to help more people um change their lives for the better and hopefully we can keep doing that together i've actually run over a little bit there around 23 minutes forgive me so get this in on your walk and again hope you have an amazing rest of your week take care bye bye